Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm on with Daniel Pelag, founder of Emo Compost. Thank you so much, Daniel, for being in the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, June. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and Daniel here has over a decade of experience with digital marketing. In Email Compose, his business is focused on an, uh, an email marketing for e-commerce. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. And before I delve into that, can you tell us like a little bit about yourself? How did you started your career? Okay, so uh, I uh, I grew up in Tel Aviv, Israel. And Israel, it's, uh, you know, aka the startup nation. And I actually did work for years in Israeli tech and startup companies. And at some point, um, I I started my entrepreneurial journey and, and also left the country to, to start a life abroad. And um, uh, today I run Email Compose, which is a team of email experts that helps direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands to grow and scale using email and SMS strategies. Uh, outside of that, uh, I love health and wellness. I'm a foodie and trying to balance that with eating healthy, quite mm. a challenge, and also doing uh, workouts and uh, generally growing and, and developing. Generally growing and developing. Yeah, I, I like that one. Especially if you're like the one running a business, you need to have like a, a good foundation. So you need to take care of your like like physical health, mental health. Um. Kind yeah, of and there's a, there's a saying that says that uh, entrepreneurship is the best self-development program in the universe. And that is so true. <laughs> super <laughs> like true, super true. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that one. <laughs> and um, another thing that I'm specific, um, I, I'm curious about is like the specificity, like your focus on emailing and for e-commerce. Why is that? What's the reason? So when I... So originally, I um, I ran email marketing for my own online businesses, and mm. uh, for for about uh, nine to ten years at that point, and that's when I when I um, decided to to found Email Compose because I wanted to offer it as a service to other businesses, and uh, most of the new clients they came from my network, and two of them were e-commerce brands, and I noticed that we were able to get to get them results really quickly. And it was also easy, mm. very easy to, to show the, the value and, and show them the, the results very clearly and uh, using, using the tracking system that we used in Clavio, the email platform. And, and so pretty much from, from the start, from the first few months, uh, mm. I, I started focusing on e-commerce. And the reason for email, why it's email marketing I feel like today each each of the channels, so let's say pay media, SEO, mm. emails, each of these channels are a completely different world with its own rules and its own particular strategies and tactics and, and ways to approach it and ways to optimize it. And it's just too complicated to be able to know everything and be good at everything. So being specific with email which is what I what what I was doing mm. anyway for for a few years. Uh, that was that was a, a natural choice because I wanted to make sure that that I dig mm. deep enough in order to to bring the results. I, I agree with that. I agree with that one, especially with the, with the digging. So it's 
on the the more the deeper side is is the part where we find the goal if we're uh, like the gold if we're gonna dig right not like just in the pretty surface so it's pretty um good to like have like this specific like uh, expertise because you're you're definitely right seo um lead generation paid ads there are definitely uh, completely different channels and i know there are every business have like struggles and obstacles that they face like probably every single day. But my question to you is, what's like the greatest challenge that you experienced with this business that you have? Like the, the greatest one that you've experienced so far and how did you overcome that? So it's interesting that there was, there was quite a few challenges because there is a very big difference between being an expert email marketer and being a um, an agency owner or or uh, or a guy who runs an agency and and with with an agency there's a lot of other aspects that you really need to master if you want to if you want to grow and scale so things like uh, b2b sales lead generation for your own agency uh, doing uh, content marketing, doing uh, uh, you know, hiring people, how to how to scout the best talent, how to you know how to hire them, train them, retain them in your team, uh, have them happy uh, to continue working with you for for long term, mm. attracting really really good talents. All of these things, it's uh, all of these are are also. Again, different worlds that that need you need to master each each and every one of them if you want your whole system to to work well. So so it was a, a steep learning curve uh, with with some of these mm-hmm. some some of these I, I already had experience with my previous businesses, but others it was it was quite a challenge. I think one of the the personal challenges for me was being being able to put myself out there and actually um, you know post content record videos of myself talking about email marketing mm. being interviewed in uh, podcasts uh, on social media developing our social media program so so we you know we we're able to have presence in the industry and people would would hear about me and about email composed so so for me getting over my natural uh, social media uh, shyness and and just putting myself out there mm-hmm. okay and and not it is a challenge and but there are like really some people who are very natural in doing this like if you agree with that one like just talking in front of a camera it's it's pretty natural for them but there are also some people like you and a little bit like me who's like pretty shy like in talking in public uh, you have this like you feel like the the, the nervousness and like the feeling of nerve-wracking um just like anticipating and talking in public but um so that's your challenge and you pretty overcome that i saw like numbers of videos that you did so um it's i believe it's pretty like working for you but thank aside you from I, uh, this... yeah just yeah i i think uh, that you're totally right and uh and when i i think at some point that uh, there was a turning point when i realized that i have to do this because because people need need to to know about me and about the uh, email composed and there's no way around it and uh, and I, I also wanted to connect with people in the industry and i and i had a lot of knowledge that, that i wanted to share and uh, when i realized i have no choice i just um i just took the leap and uh it was 
it it took it took time. It definitely took time. But uh, yeah, now I feel much more confident uh, in front of cameras and and being able to, <laughs> to speak publicly. And amazing, I think uh, every you know every business owner you know who struggles with the same thing. I would just say, just do it. Just start with it, and uh, and it will come. Mm. And the more you overthink it, like you're just thinking about doing it, it will the more harder it gets. If you agree with me. Like the more you're thinking about like doing this difficult task that you're going to do, the more like the more like clouded your your mind will get into. So this is what you said, like jump to it, just do it. And but you adapt. But then that that relates to the next question that I have, like about about adapting, because we have like a constantly changing industry, right? So with the industry of like marketing, like digital marketing. How do you like adapt to the changes that we have, especially with AI? So there's there's a few layers to it. The first one is is actually being on top of everything that's happening, because as you mm-hmm. say, it's it's a very it's a very dynamic industry, and and uh, there's it strategies is. that used to work don't don't work anymore, and new things coming up, new platforms. Uh, new new fashions, even in the way that content is being presented and consumed. So I read a ton of newsletters. I uh, I'm very active on Twitter, mm. and, and follow follow other accounts, talk with people, and I still I think this just reading a lot, talking with peers, and uh, being active on social media. That's uh, that in itself, you know, that's that's a great way to keep up. Also. Um, yeah, with with ChatGPT and AI in general, I mm. believe this is uh, this is going to uh, this is our, our world is going to be so so different in just uh, about uh, two or three years, including the workforce and including the way people um, interact with each other and consume information. So, so I'm definitely on top of it and uh, playing a lot with ChatGPT and asking it all sorts of. Uh, uh, interesting questions and um, and yeah it's it's exciting to see what's what's ahead <laughs> definitely exciting like what you said like two to three years from now imagine what like what upgrade can it be done like what can it further do if it will like um get what do you call that one like get upgraded further but actually you have something similar with our uh, COO Christian Villagekov because you also do like the, the platform, the social media that he utilizes is more of like Twitter. If because um like a lot of his circles are on on Twitter, um other business owners that he knows, like a lot of the majority of them are on Twitter, and that's one of the way that um he get like on top of things. So just optimizing that, utilizing that uh, social media, and um anyways, can you like? share like any specific tactics or tools that has been like very particularly effective in growing this business that you have right here tactics tactics and tools i would say when when you're just starting out the most important thing is is just uh getting uh getting revenue in getting getting mm. the cash in so so getting new clients and um, and at the beginning, we used a lot of uh, cold emails. Well, we're an email agency, so we're supposed to know how to do that. So so we did that. Um, and uh, and I, I believe this this was this was a um, a very 
good tactic for the start because nobody have, have heard of you and gotta get in front of as many people as possible and 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 get clients. Today it's uh it's slightly more shifting towards referrals, clients mm. referring their their uh, you know their their business contacts and friends to us or people uh, who who see me on on Twitter or, or other places and and uh, DM me. So that's that's about uh, I think I think cold outreach at the beginning is is pretty pretty important. Okay, and once you like get those clients, like the the starting clients that you have, that's where you you focus on the work, and then later on you get referrals from this um work that you've done. Yep. Yes, totally you focus on well. doing really really good work, and and so people would recommend you. I agree. And do you think um this is this is just like um the the question that that came into my mind. Do you think a business would be able to to scale itself by just referrals and good relationship alone without this like current marketing that we're utilizing depends uh, on what scale you want to reach so it it can it can work but yeah again it just depends if you are uh, if you want to you know if you want to reach a nine figure agency then it's probably i don't know it's a uh, it's a really interesting point though Yep, and and I I actually agree with that one. So if you're trying to like scale in a in a in in a in a larger sense, you need to get your like website like optimized because a lot of people nowadays just visit your website and it's your website is like a word of mouth, right? If you put your like what you do, like if you put your um like the case studies in there, the testimonials, your website became like a word of mouth. So you're right in a larger scale digital marketing is like pretty important and then definitely scaling your business like email marketing seo and um another thing actually as what i've told you earlier we have numbers of business owners especially in software um uh, and also technology industry who are like in in small to medium sized businesses so in terms of like scaling and um increasing the sales and revenue by leveraging email, uh, email what is like what is like advice that you can like give to them with that how how can they best utilize this channel to increasing sales and revenue so there are actually several ways that i would recommend them to to utilize emails to increase sales and revenue the first is lead collection so anyone who comes to your site uh you know you you want to to retain them if someone comes to your site for the first time and they look around two options either they they buy something or or they just exit and never return and so you want those who who buy something that that is great but um with e-commerce about 97% of visitors end up leaving the site without buying and never coming back so hmm. you've got to capture as many as many people as possible and the way to do it is by using a pop-up so so you put a pop-up on your site and the pop-up offers something in return for for email address the offer should be should be exciting it should be very uh, appealing to someone who's just visited your site and it really depends on because there's 
I know there's a wide range of uh, business owners listening to this podcast, then the, the range of offers would be big. But what's important is give people something that would really entice them to leave their email and keep in mm. touch with you. And then what happens is that you, you're sending them an automated sequence to, to nurture them until they until you convert them into buyers. So instead of this one, one chance that you got when people uh, enter your site, mm. you get the same person um, going through a drip of, let's say, 10 or 12 emails. That's 10 or 12 touch points that you can, you can uh, convert them. And also just indoctrinate them and, and get them familiar with your, uh, with your brand. So that's the first layer, lead capture. Then uh, we are looking at uh, nurturing existing customers. So either uh, keeping them if, you, if you're uh, running a subscription service, so retaining them as subscribers, or, uh, or if not, then, then repeat purchases. So the idea is that you are nurturing your, your existing customers by sending them emails that they would love to get. Emails mm. that are either interesting, fun, valuable, or all of the above. So once you do that, you are able to, to keep your brand top of mind with them. So whenever they, they want to buy again, they, they will think of you. Or, uh, or if you're a subscription-based, so you know, they, you're keeping a constant connection with your, uh, with your audience, with your customers. And that's pretty psychology back there. Right, like if you if they constantly like see your brand, it will like create like an awareness to their mind, and you you will get like more familiar to them. So when they think about like a product or a service that's related to your brand, that's a way of like getting top of mind. Yeah, I totally agree with that one. And another, uh, I have a question that I'm curious about. About you said um, you will send like numbers of email. So usually, how many like numbers or how many like. Uh, emails that you send to this particular prospect usually that will convert them do you have that like statistics with you because in, in, a, in a sales call usually it will take like in a, in a third or fourth call or sometimes to the seventh call before you convert and how about an email like how many emails you should like send so the idea is that most the i mean the number one mistake that that a lot of businesses do is not sending enough emails. Sometimes it's because they're afraid they're, that people would think they're spamming them mm. or, uh, or they just uh, don't, don't have the time to, to actually write all those emails and, and send them. So I would say, for, first of all, it's, it's important to send a good number of emails. Uh, two or three emails are, are usually not enough. And, uh, and that's why, why I mentioned earlier about, about the pop-up and then the sequence that someone gets when they sign up for, for your newsletter. So they would, we do between 10 to 12 emails. But it really depends on, on what industry you are or uh, what, what is it exactly that, that you're trying to achieve with this, uh, with this sequence. But the idea is that you, you need to send emails regularly and consistently and for, for most brands, uh, the, the, the brands that we work with, especially consumables, once a week is a good frequency for, for keeping top of mind with the audience and also nurturing a relationship. If you send less than that, 
uh, the list might become disengaged and you won't see good results from any future campaigns. That's that's just super insightful. And and which is which is also pretty amazing. Like email a week and then just being consistent about it and like constantly doing the email. Yeah, you're you're also right. That's also like the misconception of like um, business owners because they don't like send enough email or they just they just don't have this tool of automation to where you can like automatically send an email because it's definitely difficult to just compose one and just send it every single time, right? So what you provided is super insightful, which is pretty amazing. And thank if you. anybody wants to connect with you, Daniel, anybody like thinking about working with you, want to check out the, the service that you provide, or partnering with you, what's the best way to do that? So the best way is uh, just uh, hop on to our website, emailcomposed.com. That's composed with a D. And I'm also active on Twitter, uh, Daniel underscore Peleg. Okay, and you you can also find a Daniel through LinkedIn. It's just Daniel Pellick. Okay. Yes. And yes, um, I'm also there. Awesome, awesome, and that's it. Um, another like pour of liquid gold that we have today from you, um, Daniel. So it's it's definitely our honor having you into our show and providing us this specific information, particularly um, in emailing. So again, what you provided to us super insightful, and we can consider it as a liquid gold. Thank you so much, Daniel, for being in the show. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, see you in the next episode. Cheers.